Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. Mine is Emilio, but don't worry, he'll be right back. My name's Christian. My name's Bobby. My name's Nick, and Emilio's mic probably doesn't fucking work. No, I'm here. Oh, it works! Holy shit! He disconnected and reconnected, and it fucking works! See, in showbiz, that's what you call razzle-dazzle. Wow, there we go. But I'm here. Wow, I am legitimately surprised. I am legitimately surprised. (laughs) I totally fucked up. I hit the wrong. I yeah. Who hasn't hit the wrong button before? Maybe Hazard Pay has. Uh, He visited our Patreon page and he decided to grant us five dollars a month. Thank you very much. Hopefully, you didn't hit the wrong button. Thank you. With segues like that, dude, if we keep that up, you set a high bar just now, dude. That was a high bar. Really? How, how are you going to compete that with that? That's shit, but thank you. Wow. Oh, that was pretty man. good, man. Okay. Well, all this <laughs> man props. All, all right, this action right. going on. Everybody's excited. Bobby, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> a okay, man. All right. Doing all right. It's summer. We're in the. We're in the middle of summer. I feel like we're dead center in summer. We got DLG Con coming up. I'm going to be going to Nashville in uh, about a week. And uh, yeah, that'll be exciting. So I will, I'll be on the next episode, but probably not on the, the episode after that, which is uh, very rare. Nice, dude. Yeah, take a break. Interesting. What's happening in Nashville again? <laughs> You're going to have all the hot sauces? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to a Waffle House, Grand Ole Opry, go out to Memphis, see Graceland for a day. You know, just basically redneck it up, have a good time. <laughs> nice. Maybe okay. Get a cowboy hat. Hey, Robbie, I was listening to a podcast with Jelly Roll, who is a uh, country singer slash rapper guy, mm-hmm. so, um, personality type guy. Anyway, um, he was telling me, or he was telling on the podcast how, like, how Nashville works as a musical thing for for country music now, and basically, there's these bars where they just get together and have writing jams every night forever, and they just you know, and if somebody has something that's kind of catchy, you get together with somebody else that has a nice riff, and then you just keep bouncing it off each other, and maybe it goes nowhere, or maybe by the end of the night you have a hit single, and um, and people get picked up on there. You know, maybe four mm-hmm. times a year, there's like a national bestseller that comes out of these writing gems that they ha- they're just doing all the time. And so he's like, it's so talent rich that it's ridiculous. So so many people still go to Nashville. My uh, my last elective I ever took in college was American History Through Music, and that place has so much fucking talent, dude. Like, so many stars have been born through there. So many stars will continue to be born through there. And, like, they, it, it, they have perfected the art of essentially, like, finding what is going to be a hit, especially now. And, it, like, and it just continues to keep happening. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. I think if I went to Nashville, I'd try to find out where these places are and just sit there and, you know, even just enjoy from afar. I I think. What's your poetry, dude? Maybe you have a seat at the table, you know? Maybe you do have a seat at the table. (laughs) I don't know how to play. uh, I I can't sing, and I'm not musically inclined. I have heard you hum, and your impressions are pretty good. Don't count yourself out. I can bounce. I can bounce. A roadie? I got that. Move okay. speakers around, heavy equipment, gotcha. All right. <laughs> Be security, I gotcha. And moving on to On the Radar. Games that you fuckers put on here because they were interesting to you. Punch Club 2? Yeah. What's the fuck? What is it? It's the second Punch Club game. 
Okay. Hell yeah, dude. That's about it. Um, yeah, it's called Punch Club 2 Fast Forward. I don't know what that's about, but from the looks of it, it looks just like the original Punch Club game, which I absolutely loved. I didn't get as into Graveyard Keeper. I don't know. I think I was just kind of not in the mood for Sims at that point in time. Um, but this is from Lazy Berry Games, developer of Punch Club and uh, Graveyard Keeper. Um, and I like the description they have on their Steam page. It says, you have come here to read game descriptions and play fighter management sims, and you're all out of descriptions. So, <laughs> that's not right. I don't see too many clever uh, d- Steam descriptions anymore like that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's but yeah, I, I assume it's just going to be the same as the original Punch Club, and I'm totally okay with that. I, I really enjoyed that game. Uh, the the further dis- about this game is you've spent 20 long years living in the confines of your overbearing mother's garage. Your father <laughs> mysteriously van- vanished before you were born. But hey, you have plenty of time to work out and dream about the wonders of the world. Sucks to be you, though. People eat slime. Corruption is rife with everyone's uh, and everyone wants to fight you. But maybe you can find your father and become the dark fist people whisper about somehow you could uh, actually be humanity's savior the one who uncovers the super secret the, the super secret secrets of the goodness corporation or not uh it's a choice are you going to we stop you What's what's happening? Watch your no, what's your paragraph, bro. I don't know if Amelia had a stroke while reading and just kept reading, or what the fuck just happened. But thank you, buddy. The Chapter super two. secret secrets, dude. <laughs> Chapter two, two, Punch Club three. <laughs> you are now the slime, and you don't have fists. Uh, but what they're what they're talking about in that? So in the original Punch Club game, a lot of people think like, "Oh, you're just a boxer, and you you play a management sim about this boxer," but it. it it goes off the deep end pretty quick. You become a superhero who fights crime at night. Um, oh, you have to balance a relationship and you have an awkward relationship with the, uh, it's like your buddy's friend. Like there's a lot of things that, that happen in that game just outside of the, the it kind of reminds scene. me of so Dave the Diver like, a little bit, like same sort of style and same sort of wacky storyline in like a seemingly normal management game or no, or am I off? Um, different. Dave the Diver does have a lot more when you're actually diving. It's a lot more of like an action side scroller shooter. And there's none of that in these basically. No, even the fights are really just kind of a test of like what you've achieved. It's really a hardcore management game. Um, I mean, not hardcore, like it's difficult, but I, I really enjoyed it. I got super into it. So yeah, maybe I'll check this one out. It is out already. Came out July 20th. It's 20 bucks. It's not bad. It's got quite a bit of pe- like quite a bit of people playing right now. Almost two thousand instead of four thousand peak and five thousand all time peak for a little indie game. Damn. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. A tiny well, the first one indie. was popular. This looks yeah. awesome, and I've never heard of this game before. I feel like I've just been fucking educated. Awesome. Um, Bobby brings up Punch Club pretty often when he's talking about like. Oh, I'm not you know, paying attention, man. I guess. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, well, you haven't been on the podcast, and which I, I'm going to dock your pay. Yeah, um, but <laughs> you didn't pay me. But if I did dock your pay, you would still be able to pay, play Exo Primal. Um, so I went to Comic Con uh, with John and Ray and Mila and Ray's kid, and um, I'll get into more of that later. But uh, 
there was a couple video games, not much. There was Street Fighter Six, there was Exo Primal, and there was a, a Diablo thing. The Diablo thing was interesting. Do you guys remember the cinematic where the preacher is talking and then um, everybody goes crazy and kills yes. the preacher? Yep. Yeah. So they re there's a live action version of that. Like oh. an, act, an actor sitting right like in front a theater? of you. Like a theater? Like a theater Like a theater, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. And it's that's uh, pretty I rad. did a really good job. Um, and, you know, they, they, they had like a, a screen that you didn't know was a screen. And um, then she comes up and she talks shit to him. And he, he's a, he was a great actor. I don't know if you're going to get the guy that I got when you see this. but And they also <laughs> drop, they dropped the pedals, you know. Oh, the blood pedals? The blood pedals, yeah. And yeah. Uh, when, when the shit's going down. And <laughs> Ray said that he tried to steal one of the pedals. And uh, they're like, hey, you know, uh, excuse me, sir, that's frowned upon. Because I was, he's like, Ray I was would like, try many? to steal a fucking yeah. pedal. Holy shit. I was like, how many pedals were there? And he's like, was, the room was full of pedals. I was like, dude, there's like 16 pedals by the time I got there. <laughs> like, people <laughs> stealing all those fucking pedals. But, um, dude, in, in order for you to like one actor to command a room, you know, you walk in and he's just like, you don't even know if he's a. Uh, like animatronic like i'm like this guy is not moving and he waits till everybody gets in there and then he starts fucking preaching i was like fuck dude like and then you have to do that a thousand times in one day i was like i hope this motherfucker's getting dude are you kidding me that's awesome yeah. that's yeah. awesome i thought he just i thought he did it like like maybe three or four times a day but to do it a bunch of times a day that's gonna be rough it was only like five minutes well maybe 10 minutes but yeah anyway um, yeah, hats off to that. Um, it, I will post some pictures of um, me. The the thing they gave away afterwards was a kind of like a Burger King uh, crown, but it was uh, Lilith's um, like headdress. Horn. Yeah, yeah, horns setup. Um, yeah. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Exo Primal. Um, so we wait. John and I wait in a very short line, but it took a long time because they were letting people. Play an entire match, so kind of oh. like an entire match of TF2. So um, it was five v five, but the five computers they had there were playing online versus people live, and so um, they had, we really had no chance because you know nobody knows what they're doing their first game ever, and then that's all you get to play. But anyway, we get up there, <clears throat> and then the guys explaining while the other people are playing, the guys explaining, and he's like. Um, it's a PvP. It's a PVE game, five v five. So you kill dinosaurs in uh, like a city. It's a, it's a lot like um, Earth Defense Force. I mean, they're killing a bunch of giant ants and shit. Yeah. So it's, so it's a lot like that. And you put on these mech suits, and you're like a mech guy. And uh, you can jump in between any time you want, which is interesting. So, like, if two tanks isn't working, one guy can jump over to a DPS. It takes a little bit, but, you know, you can you can modify your team makeup uh, on the fly. Um, and you're just killing dinosaurs as fast as you can. The first team to kill all the dinosaurs gets a jump ahead at the secondary PvP part of the game. 
PVP PVE. So uh, it's a well, the one that we got was a cart pushing, much like TF2. You know, three people on the cart and two people doing DPS. And you just got a head start on that compared to the other two. You get a head start. Yep, gotcha. exactly. Interesting. And then the advantage, I guess, that the secondary team gets is, you know, instead of pushing, the other team, I think, those don't know when they get they get there. So they can come over and ambush and kill everybody if they tried, you know. But um, you got two cart, two carts going down and you can't see each other and then at some point the carts my hands <laughs> they turn toward, towards each other and then you can see you can see the deadline dude the the finish line yeah. is between you guys and you're both tr- getting closer to each other and also trying to reach the deadline which or the finish line which is right in the middle and so these people you know even though the games have been out for that same day I think um they already had strats, and so even though we had a good team, it was great. They're, the two girls that were standing right next to us, they're like, should we talk strategy? Who wants to be a tank? And I was like, whoa, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, let's do this. And so we did really well, um, but we did not win. We got close. Oh. Um, but, uh, oh, <laughs> it was funny because we waited three rounds, so two rounds maybe, so I don't know, 20 minutes? And then – um, like a line. In a line, yeah. and then uh, the guy's like, "It is live on Game Pass," and I was like, "The fuck are we doing in this line? Let's just go home and play it." And so I was like, <laughs> but like, what are we doing here? Do I get a shirt? That, but at that point, we were already committed, you know. It's just like fuck, whatever. And um, yeah, so AAA graphics. Um, it's a Capcom game. I found it interesting that it was a Capcom game, brand new, just came out. It's on Game Pass, but. Street Fighter Six isn't, you know, like is this a new thing? I don't, yeah, is Re- is the next Resident Evil going to be on this, or were they just smart and they knew that this is a ten player game? They need player count, and so they put it on. So that's that a great sense. way of doing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So any game night or, or hey, what are we going to play tonight? Just you and one friend. It doesn't matter. Exo Primal, and you had a, yeah. you had a blast playing it. Like no complaints. It was fun. Yeah, it was you know it. If you know Earth Defense Force and what that feels like, or maybe even uh, like a wave survival in uh, Left 4 Dead uh, 2, it's kind of like that. Uh, you know, it, and it's cool to see dinosaurs. It really is. Uh, most of them are raptors, like millions of raptors. It's just like whatever, and you shoot missiles at them, they explode. But every once in a while, you get that headbutt guy, the guy that has, you know, that one uh, dinosaur that has like a all skull head. And the Pachyosaurus, yeah, yeah, and the okay, guys, calm down. <laughs> there's no free, there's no cookies for free for the right answer, um, and uh, and then a T Rex, you know, when that shows up, that he's fucking shit up, and everybody focuses him down. I'm sure there's greater things that come out, but um, yeah, it was it was a good, for free. Fucking fuck this game up for sure. Highly recommend. Awesome, dude. Yeah. Sweet, pretty cool. You know what I don't recommend is day one fucking DLC and Mortal Kombat's doing that shit. Now I want to talk about it because it's actually something interesting though. Um, so yeah, Mortal Kombat, you gotta turn your mic down just a little bit. Sorry about that. Yeah, we mic checked. That. We <laughs> mic checked for four times, minutes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Mortal Kombat one is coming out um, somewhat soonish, um, and I guess there was a leak already. Um, and so they dropped a trailer 
and they already have a fighter pack. And it comes with one, two, three, four, five, six characters. Emilio, if I had to ask you what edgy comic book characters to put in three of them into Mortal Kombat, what would you say? Well, I know DC. which ones they are. So Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, Homelander's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Invincible's dad is Omni-Man. Uh, Omni-Man. He's in mm-hmm. there. And I don't know the third one. Uh, Peacemaker. Oh, from, uh, yeah, the DC mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. I don't think the other two guys are DC, by the way. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, I think they're Warner Brothers properties, like, through okay. streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then you get actual Mortal Kombat characters like Quan Chi and Ermac and Takeda. Um, so, I think it's interesting. I mean, I think it's just, I, it's so weird that fighting games are doing this nowadays. I mean, they've been doing it for a little while. Like, Street Fighter's like, hey. We've already know what our next four characters are going to be. Buy our season pass for ninety nine dollars, and you'll get all four of them for fucking next year. Or have your nephew buy the season pass for you. You're fucking welcome. Um, but I I do like the tie ins with like other IPs, like they did like Predator and Terminator and all that stuff. Um, so to see Omni Man and like these are all bad guys, by the way. Like these are not good guys. Like Peacemaker, Omni Man. Quan Chi, Ermac, like they are all bad people. Um, so I wonder if they're going to do one where it's like all good guys. So we'll see. Um, I don't play Mortal Kombat. I just thought it was interesting that they announced a trailer. The trailer is super ominous. Go check it out. It's only like 50 seconds. Um, but, Nick, um, yeah. is it so when does the game go live? Do you know? Um, I do not know when Mortal Kombat 1. I know there's like a pre order like date and then a. A uh, and an actual release date. And let me I'm get that. Wondering, I'm just wondering if you buy the deluxe pack, you get those four characters day one. September 14th is the day. Okay. Do you get the DLC day one? Because the way Street Fighter is doing it is like they're acting like they're actually working on it, and you'll get them. You know, they're parsing them out little by I, little. I've I've seen on forums and on Reddit. The reason why Street Fighter is doing it the, the way they're doing it is so that their characters that are being released are balanced because the game requires so much balancing. Yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat doesn't really have the same com- uh, competitive scene, so they could just fucking whip in characters and people play it. So, yeah. Nick, do you have a gain button on your mic available? Yes, I do. Just turn it down maybe a couple notches there, bud. Thank you, sir. Or zero. Or is it's it zero? Wow! <laughs> it's at zero. Bobby. What's your it's fucking zero. Sea of Thieves boat called? The Macaulay Culkin? What do you call it? Uh, which one? I got three. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I think I know them. We got Sloop Doggy Dog. We yeah, have... have four. <laughs> That's how I remember. Oh. <laughs> I was about to be blown away, dude. All right, Emilio. Yeah, you got those games. What's what's up? Okay. So this is uh, this is the title of the game. Okay. Yeah. You want those those games, right? So, here you go. Now, let's see you clear them. That's the name of the game. Um so basically, it is the ads for all these um mobile games that you've seen but then you play the game and it doesn't look anything like 
Oh, you, that's smart. Yeah, it's so smart. They actually made the games that they advertise, but put them on PC. And so, you know, millions of people have clicked on these things thinking they're going to play the game and then it's some other bullshit. Now you get to play them. And so I got I got to get Leslie to play this, dude. I got to yeah. get Leslie to play so, this. <laughs> I thought, you know, for, obviously it's a meme game. It's doing well. It's 89%. Um, only 170 uh, um, people have reviewed it. It's $10. Um, but, you know, they went with a meme name, a meme name. They went with a meme present um, presentation. And, you know, good for them, I think. Like, I mean, if the games are good. Yeah. Uh, which is so funny, dude, because the people who made up those fake ads had to for- think of, per- like, kind of interesting game design. Do you, uh, in order to do that, and then so now somebody's just copying some fake shit. And do you get? You know. Do you guys know what he's talking about? Right? Like it's like the games that yeah, are like when, when you're scrolling through your phone, you see these sponsored ads that have a game, and you click on them, and then they take you to. They don't take you to the game. Yeah, and what what they do is they make the game look like something, but it's supposed to be like really trivial or like really like a, like a like a logic game, and it just it's not that at all. It's usually like a gotcha game or something. Yeah. And yeah, this game, this game is those real like trivial games. That is so funny, dude. It's so smart. The way they get you is like, they made you, you know, when you watch them, you'd be like, Oh, that dummy. He did it wrong. I would have done this. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And so now it's like, that's why I think that's why they say, now let's see you clear them. Like, can you really do this? I thought it was very, very clever. Um, you're on Steam. Make your money. That's awesome. It's awesome. And it has me yeah. wondering, what is the longest name of a game on Steam? And this as might of be 20, it. 2022, it was Tales of Monkey Island Complete Pack Chapter 4, The Trial and Execution of Guybrush Threepwood. So I think this does have a beat. It's wow. very close. It's very close. You got to put them on paper, man. Jeez. Yeah. I like that. I didn't know there. I don't know if there's a character limit for a game title on Steam. Interesting thought. Bobby, do you think we had zero grays when we started this thing, and now we're just gray beasts? Mm, yeah, I, I don't know about you, but I didn't have any gray back then. Yeah, I had very few, and now it's like it's all I see. You guys look yeah. great. Those are great highlights, and other great highlights are games that you fuckers <laughs> played. You guys put these games on the list. Apparently, they're good. I guess we'll see. Bobby, oh, Sea of Thieves is on here, dude. What, what's up? Anything new? What's happening? <laughs> well, it's funny you should mention Monkey Island, because a few weeks, maybe months ago, I had talked about their new announcement that they were going to be adding uh, Tall Tales. Tall Tales are the single-player campaigns in sea of thieves but they're adding a tall tale based on monkey island with guybrush threepwood now he's older now he's a mayor of a town um i played this with the lotion uh over the weekend and i gotta say it was pretty good i liked it a lot better than some of the other tall tales first of all i i haven't played sea of thieves in a while actually and i love the pvp i love the open sea the the tall tales, they're fun yeah, they're from right. time to time, but I don't, that's not the main draw for me. Um, but I got to say they did a really good job with 
they always do a really good job just recreating the atmosphere of whatever they're doing. They did this fantastically with Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, both the Disneyland ride and the Johnny Depp movies. Um, and they did it great here as well. But what they've also done is create a, because those are the old classic point and click adventure LucasArts games from the 90s. And they've recreated that in Sea of Thieves. So the missions that they send you on are all about collecting certain items, figuring out where to use them. It's puzzle solving, but much like you did in the, um, the Monkey Island games, which to be honest, I haven't played too many of them. I found those ones pretty difficult for some reason. Uh, maybe not as difficult as Grim Fandango. That's another one I haven't beaten. But, you know, I really like Dave the Tentacle, even um, uh, Full Throttle. That was a good one. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I was I was thoroughly impressed. I totally enjoyed it. They had everything from the game. It was fun to see all the characters pop up. I don't know who they got to do the voice acting. It couldn't have been the original people. But they did a they did a great job all around. Excellent production. I don't know if they're going to do more of these either. It, this is just like a two these tall tales. They usually take you about two hours or so, maybe a little longer if you're going for a hundred percent. But well, it was um, Bobby, it was I heard, decently paced. I heard today that the way that the developers were paid for this was like a grant or something from Microsoft, and the only way they continue to get paid is if they continue to make content. So I think weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd you read yeah, that? Weird. I'd be so interested in uh in finding out. That seems yeah, very strange. That was on the ACG podcast. Oh uh, cool. a bunch of professionals over there. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> um yeah. Oh, by the way, got guy brush three put. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. Never mentioned on podcast before. Now twice in 15 seconds space. Yeah. How strange was that? Three times if you count what you... Yeah. Which is yeah. kind of cool, you know? It's kind of cool. Pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's come up before. I, I know I've talked about the Monkey Island games. Okay, I know I talked about twice. it last week, in fact, but... Uh, Emilio keeps track, Bobby. I don't know about that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick for Hunt Showdown. Did you have fun? Yeah. Um, man, I am so addicted to this game right now. It's the game I've been playing in wait of uh, Baldur's Gate because Baldur's Gate's going to be fucking rad. Uh, there's so many things already that have come out showing the game. Um, but we're talking about Hunt Showdown in this bitch. Um, so I got to delve in a lot more into the expansion, or not expansion, the... Um, the free LC that they released. It's like a battle pass and like an event and all this other things. Um, it is, if you have, you can still get into it, by the way, there's still like 30 days left in the event. Um, as long as you're doing the daily quests or, or like the quests that come up every, every like hour, um, you can really get the event done and get all the rewards. It's not like a huge time sink either. Like if you play like 30 minutes a day, you can get, unlock everything to include the characters, the skins, um, and you earn the free money pretty well. So I would say like out of all the battle passes I have ever done, this is arguably the most fair one I've seen. Wait, Nick. So uh, I'm sorry. Did you pay for the battle pass? Nope. I used in-game money that I earned. What you're explaining sounds like a season pass, but it was like a free season pass, it sounds like. So there is a free version, and then there's like the paid version, right? Yeah. You So you earn... 
the, the the paid currency by playing the game, right? You can do trials. You can just win games. Uh, you can unlock stuff by being proficient in certain guns. You you can just get it by playing. And I I have made enough to be able to pay for the played ver like the paid version, which is only like I think like eight dollars worth. And uh, yeah, it's it's you pretty good. For it. You paid for it in in game currency. In in game currency, yeah. By just playing. Exactly. Right. So, um, I think it's totally worth it. The game is, I think, at its best of all time. There is um, a learning curve, but there's so many new players right now, and the way the MMR works, this is one of the only battle royale slash like play for keeps games or like arena shooters, whatever you want to call them. Um, extraction that, shooter, I think they call it. Uh, extraction shooters. That's what it is. That's like the official name. Yeah, that's like no longer the old grandpa name. What we've been calling them. Um, that tells that tells you your MMR because um, Tarkov doesn't technically have it, but really they couldn't do. Um, but this game will tell you, hey, you're four out of seven, or three out of seven, or two out of seven, or one out of seven. Like and, you rank uh, within the game. Yes, but there is no ranks. Uh, I mean, you have like levels, like your your player level. And what's also nice is if you get to level hundred. Um, and you prestige, you get in-game currency, you get free skins, you get free gun skins, you get all this other shit. Um, the game has so many mechanics to level you you level you level up and give you free currency that it just keeps going. Um, the main game mode is two to three players, and they've added a single-player game mode as well. So um, it's it's fun. Like it, I like it a lot. This game um, looks beautiful every time it's brought up. I'm like, god damn. It it's Crytek, man. It's yeah. Crytek. <laughs> it used to be a piece of shit mess when it yeah, first it was a came piece out. Of shit mess. Dude, he, there was people who had like the top of like Titans when this game came out and they were getting like 13 frames a second. And it wasn't because the game was super tough to run. It was just not optimized. Um so I think like I said this is the best time to to play the game. Uh it was on sale. I think it's I mean I'm not going to say that. Um, but pick it up, try it out, have a good time. Uh, and if you want to play with me, post it on DLG. And if I'm available, I'll probably play with you. He'll check his schedule, guys. He'll, uh, his people will get back to your people. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the most. What do you got? Yeah. yeah, I got a lot. Um, I guess I'll wrap up uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Um, I went with Ray, and Ray is a sneaky, slippery dude. He knows all the tricks. So um, he uh, knows where the exclusives are, what time they're going to be there, how to sign up for them. And, like, I'm there with Mila, an 11-year-old girl, and, like, I just kind of want to walk around. But, you know, might as well. You got ten out, nine hours there. I might as well hit the beats if they are. And if if I get what the things that I bought are selling for on eBay, I will have turned a profit on this uh, San Diego Comic-Con. And that's not without keeping what I want. It's crazy. Um, so there's a card-based um, card based multiplayer board game called Doomlings. It's, about, it's really interesting. It's kind of like, it reminds me of the Eternal Cylinder. Um, Bobby, you never finished it, yeah? 
No, never finished that game. But basically, the end of the world is coming, and you need to like evolve yourself in order to stay ahead of the cylinder, something like that. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. You're like a little yeah. yeah there's a cylinder that's constantly rolling forward, and you need to group up with your buddies. Just and a metaphor for life, things. really. Yeah. <laughs> so this game is. Um, two to four players and you play cards i'll bring it to dlg con but really quick um it's your cards that you're playing are traits like genetic traits so you might get super intelligence you might get burping you might get fear you might get boredom you might get all these like things that need to be evolved or a, a side effect of another evolution and um you're trying to survive the apocalypse which there's three of during the game there's three cataclysms and um so at the end of the third cataclysm that's the end of the world and you count up your points and whoever has the most points wins the game and uh we had three over 30 year olds playing and two 11 year olds playing and we had a good time you know Uh, the 11 year olds were asking a lot of questions but it was a good it was a good game um, I like it. But anyway, we bought the San Diego Comic-Con version, and that comes with a bunch of foils, and those foils are going for like hundreds of dollars. And so if we sell those, we'll more than pay for the entire trip. It's crazy, man. Yeah, there's dude, there's so many there's so many instances of things like that happening like at the Penny Arcade Expos or Comic-Con with like Magic the Gathering especially. Um, there was a time where they printed black and white planeswalkers that they didn't sell them anywhere else and they sold for like quintuple their normal values people were paying like three hundred dollars uh for one card of a set of like eight supposedly a lot of these things are this this is the only place in the world you can get them exactly i bought sam a squishmallow clown for 25 dollars. i didn't think that thing was going to be worth anything i brought that thing home now it was for Sam, and she requested it, but it's going for one sixty online. It's just like yeah. it's crazy, it, yeah. Well, that's why that's why people there's some people that, that that that's all they do is they go to Comic Con to turn a profit. Yeah, it's Ray. <laughs> I just yeah. happen to go with him. You know? Oh yeah, no, he, he enjoys it. He went over for all all four days, and he he went booth. I would like to go booth to booth. I think I want to go. Um. For at least two days next year, if I go, um, because I mean, the, it's awesome that there's still. I mean, I, I'm sure somebody who's going 30 years ago will laugh at what I'm about to say, but there is the little guy still there, you know, like, oh yeah, maybe 30, 40 percent mm-hmm. of the comic, the con is still artists that are hand drawing stuff and. There's other booths that are um, famous comic book artists um, that are have done multiple covers, and you can get a signature of your comic there. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's commercialism. It's com- it's commercialized. It's com- consumerism, but at the same time, there's thousands of people that are into kind of the things that you are. So yeah, it's the biggest awesome. comic con in the world. Yeah, it's the original one, right? I um, that I don't know. I don't know if that's where it started off, but yeah, it sounds like that sounds right. Um, another game that or a game that I played 
was Ziggurat 2. Um, this was kind of a sleeper hit for me. So I believe that Ziggurat 1 was the first first-person roguelike ever. At least that was on my radar. And Bobby, did you play Ziggurat 1? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Really you liked that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. And Ziggurat 2 had been on my wish list for fucking ever. And then on the last day of the Steam sale, I was like, I remember I haven't been on this, the fucking podcast for two weeks. So. Um, on the second, uh, the last day, I was like, I got to buy something. So I was like, I'll buy the oldest thing on my wish list that's been on the longest, and it's been this. Because it's never been less than $20. Uh, I was like, fucking 23 bucks for a super old game. Fuck it. It's been on there too long. I do delete a lot of games from my wish list. But um, this one, I was just like, whatever. I didn't expect much. And then my first night playing it, I played four hours straight. I <laughs> cut into I cut into my sleep schedule. I really enjoyed it. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> so it's a first person a roguelike, like I said before. The second one is the same. It feels like Doom. There's, uh, you know, a lot of like backpedaling, like they're oh, a boomer shooter, the backpedaling, side pedaling, and like shooting at things while running. Um, but the gameplay loop is so satisfying and. It came out before a lot of these other things. And I was just like, man, if I would have played this early on, it would have like better. Sh- it would have set the bar earlier on what, how a gameplay loop should work on a roguelike first person shooter. Like it's that good. The So you're unlocking characters. You're unlocking guns, uh, the wands, staves. Well, not guns. Oh, actually, one is a gun uh, and spells. So four different gun types. And you're unlocking like one other thing. And um, but it's like a lot of times what happens in these games is you find what you like. You can just play that until the end of the game or until you get one other character you really like and you skip the other seven games. But this game, every new run, there's a 10 percent bonus to damage for uh, and gold for one uh one combination so one character one ability one staff one wand one book all have 10 percent. why and it's already auto selected all you have to do is play click play and you will get all the 10 percent bonus so you end up with like 60 percent bonus like why wouldn't you so i end up playing new set uh, new builds every run because i want the 60 percent. why wouldn't you at least that's the way i think of and so that really makes you play the other characters and play the other which other games don't do this um there's that mechanic in hades for darkness and gems too with the different weapons like each day a different weapon mm. and specific aspect will grant you special i think they did a good job there too because yeah you totally get into the the thing that you like and you want to play yeah totally yeah yeah, so um, that and the game is really fun. Um, I had a really hard time at the beginning. Uh, if anybody picks this up because I, I was recommending it, the bosses are a DPS check. You got to kill the boss. Ignore the ads completely. Uh, you will die 17 times before you kill the first <laughs> boss. Um, and 
I thought that the story was story air quotes it was implemented so well um you get to pick your it's kind of like drg um how difficult and how long and you'll like select what level you want to go to if you do enough of those or you kill a certain boss or whatever then the next part of the story is and it's just like a quick 10 second thing and they're like oh this guy we have to save this guy which basically he's going to become the next character and they introduce the next character and where he is. And then you just kind of work until for an older game, man, really have really, really happy with this and uh, kudos to them for like perfecting a gameplay loop loop. Yeah. Very happy with them. Do you uh, think it's worth $25? Phasmophobia so I can go pee. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can go pee. I'll talk a little bit more about uh, Ziggurat, though. I haven't played the sequel. I did really like the first one, and I played quite a bit of it. There was another game that came out a few years after it called Immortal Redneck. Pretty much the same thing. I remember liking that, but it was so similar, I felt like I was kind of over it. Um, this same company, the developer, uh, Milkstone Games? Milkstone Studios... They made, I remember they recently made one of these Vampire Survivors clones called Army of Ruin. And I'm pretty sure Emilio played that, but didn't care for it. Hmm. But yeah, they, they've been making a lot of games. Well, yeah, Ziggurat, I wonder how big their production is. I do not know. Um, Phasmophobia. So yeah, I picked, uh, or I got back into this game, played with Nick. We... Um, it had been a long time since I played this game, maybe a year at least. So it was a good I'm time to, to know check about the menus, in. dude. Sorry to interrupt, but you got to tell me about they, the menus sometime. They've made a lot of improvements. So they've got a roadmap <laughs> that you can check out. And right. so here's the thing. I, I had a much better time playing this game, but I think it was mostly because who we were playing with was just buying up all the equipment which is nice. I didn't have to spend my money, but more importantly, I didn't have to deal with that stupid system they have for, for buying the items. Um, so I don't know if that's improved. That was like my, yeah. it, has. Gripe it has, it has. Okay. <laughs> that was my biggest problem with the game. Um, but I'm, I, I was looking at the roadmap and there were a lot of things that they had already hit. And some of them were like improved character animations. I'm like, really? These are improved. Okay. <laughs> um, I think they're talking about the ghosts. <laughs> Okay. Because <laughs> the player characters are supposed to be compatible with VR, so like they don't give a shit. Like get it all yeah, for those. It's it's pretty ridiculous. I'm just um, five eight but, over here. I have a great time with phasmophobia, just saying, okay. <laughs> I, I yeah, good. I, I did have a lot more fun playing it this time. I, I think also some of that is familiarity. I'm I'm getting a little bit better. The the first round I was just like, wait, what's this and what do we do? And then like after that I was immediately back into it and having fun they've got new items too but what's really exciting is the changes that are coming up to the items so they're going to have tiered items everybody they're going to do a complete reset of everyone's progress uh you get a badge if you've hit a certain level i suppose but uh otherwise everybody's getting knocked back down to zero and you're all starting with the basic gear um and then as you level up i think at level 20 you get your first tier two upgrade and then eventually you can get a tier three and then I, only one person, what I read, I'm a little confused on how this works, but from what I read, I th- you can only bring one type of item. If you bring a tier three of the, um, the dots projector, you can't bring a tier two 
of it. So, yeah. So, so what it is is that you can unlock tier two items based, I think, every twenty levels, right? Um, so the way the way the game is going to work is everyone's going to be reset to zero, like Bobby said, and you everything you're going to be using is going to be analog, right? Your electromagnetic field uh, detection thing is going to be analog. It's going to be like a literal like moving hand. Um, like you're going to have to use a photo camera to take a picture of the ghost. So you have to like, like take like a Polaroid camera. Um, and so when you get to level 20, you can choose something you want to upgrade to level, level two, which may be Mm. a digital camera. Right. So like you can take a picture instantly. Why is this exciting? But but what they had said was that this is going to encourage more collaboration with players. So you're going to have to figure out who's bringing what at the beginning. And that's what I didn't really understand Uh, is only is each person only allowed to bring one uh, high tier item. Each person's only allowed to bring one level three tier item. That's what it is. So everyone. So. If if you're playing, so I can with, be the thermometer guy. Exactly, you can be the thermometer. I can be the okay. EMF guy. Leslie can be the the picture lady. Like okay. it, it, it all gets different. So like the the picture the, lady, the picture lady. The, the I'm sorry, I, I'm I'm excited. <laughs> Anyways, okay. why is it exciting? Why is it? I got a question. I got a question. <laughs> well, why is because it uh, three people show up and they're all picture ladies, right? <laughs> so the game will tell you. I believe the game is going to tell you that you cannot. <laughs> Good. Well, can you can two of the people change their build to so you don't have three pictures? Later? Thermometer I, I, man. I don't think so. <laughs> Thermometer man. What, what it's a bad like Mega Man character this, though, boss. I I mean, you can bring whatever gear you want. Like exactly. Well, I mean, you can bring the gear, and then everybody can use whatever gear is brought. So can it's really a matter of bringing it to exciting, the table. Though, like what, okay, why so this... what I like about everybody, shut the fuck up, goddamn dude. <laughs> We've been trying to get this sentence out. Christian keeps asking the same question. I've been trying to answer it three times. Thermometer man. Give us- what I like about this is that it leans into what I really enjoy about co-op games, and that's roles. So yeah. if if you have a tier three item and that's what you're bringing to the table, then you know my job, I know what my job is when we go into the spooky house. I'm the thermometer guy. I'm going to go check the temperatures and and do the, I mean, it's not like it's not nearly to the degree as Deep Rock Galactic, but it's starting to lean in that direction. And Phasmophobia has got like the long, when did this game come out? Like 2018? I think it was 2018. Yeah. 2018. Or 2017. Holy shit. Yeah. Maybe 2017. Wow. It's, I feel like it's taking forever, but it's probably a small team. But like they're eventually, it's getting better. It's just taking a long time. So I, I'm glad to see them going in this direction. As weird as it sounds, they always do their updates in July and October. That's usually when they add their two biggest updates. Usually no, July will be too. like a content update and October will be their uh, like Halloween update. Nobody um, answered my question. What's your question? Three thermometer ladies. <laughs> right? God damn Can it. one of them become a thermometer guy and another one become like a... You know what I mean? Unless you've already unlocked it, no. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So you have to have friends and tell them, hey, I'm going the thermometer guy. Gotcha. Okay. If anybody is artistically inclined or not, I would love to see a picture of thermometer guy and picture taking lady, uh, you know, walking off into the sunset. That would be (laughs) good. They're meant to be together. And why why it's exciting, uh, Christian, is that there's a challenge mode now. So there are things that you like, it's going to make the challenges in the gameplay more dynamic. Um, so like, apparently like 
items are going to have a point value. So like you have 20 points. And so like a tier three item is going to be three points. An analog item is going to be one point. And so you're going to have to do challenges. You're going to have to do missions based on how good your items are. And you don't have like normally right now I could just bring as much shit as I want. If I'm rich, I just deck everybody out. Like we did to Bobby. And then we just find the bot, like find the, the ghost that's super easy and just make money. Use this game is one of those games. Like once you're rich, you just keep being rich. Like life. But like, yeah, um, but, <laughs> but, uh, but I think people who yeah. played this game a lot too don't have a whole lot to do in it anymore. I, mm. I think you can get to a point with a game in its current state where you've just experienced everything, but for some reason people keep playing it. So uh, they are going to be adding more stuff to more maps. Uh, they've added more ghosts um, and they're going to be changing the way that you interact with the environment. So uh, like I said, the game's getting better. It's just taking forever. So yeah. maybe I'll check check it out in another year. 2020, September 18th, 2020, by the way, was when it was released. 2020? Okay. 2020. I, I felt like it was more recent. Yeah. Same here. That's Okay. So maybe not as slowly, but still. Well, maybe it was in early access for a long time. I don't know. Yeah, well, it was kind of, I don't think they expected it's the game still to early take access. off like it did. Mm. So, yeah, it's still in early access. I think they're at like 0.91. They've got a roadmap out there. You can check out this information. And I think they've got it broken down into quarters too. So, and, you guys, and they if, seem to be hitting those those marks as well. If phasmophobia break, okay? <laughs> Jesus. It's been out since 2011. They're going so slow. It's better than Daisy. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe it's because they have so long, so far to go. I just maybe that's it. I'm just waiting for a triple A phasmophobia. Yeah, where's uh, where's Blizzard was dropping a double A, right, Bobby? We talked about it. I don't know if it was double A. I mean, it kind of came and went. And nobody really played it, so I don't think that really took off. But uh, where's uh, where's Activision's? Um, phasmophobia. That's what <laughs> Why I'm would wondering. we ever want Activision's phasm? Like that's what I. Yeah, wondering. we don't. Like, we don't want only... that. I just game... thought of the first triple A. Okay, where's Ubisoft's? Because no, you're one, saying bad it, companies. It, where's Sony's phasmophobia? They're all bad companies. No, I mean one. It would probably where's work. Nintendo's. There it we would go. probably work. It would look great. Like... Luigi in a ghost mansion. Yeah, and there would be all every item you got would be like a four ninety nine DLC. All I'm saying is like I feel like Phasmophobia is a game only an indie team could bring forward at first as an idea. Well, that's as always like how a, it is. The indie team comes up with the idea and then they yeah. AAA exploit it. That's true. PUBG. Can you guys hear me? You yes. betcha, dude. Yep. Okay, cool. Sound great. I got a big problem. Um I don't. Um Remnant two. Um, I really, really liked Remnant 1. Um, I thought it was underappreciated. Uh, John and I built our love affair on that game. That's J.P. Diddy. Um, it's a cornerstone of your relationship. It really is. <laughs> we played all the way through that thing. We enjoyed it so much. We went back for the DLC. The DLC was... Like, could you imagine like a game you really like? And then they came up with a DLC... That made it a roguelike, which is your favorite fucking truck. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Give me all of it. All of it. Um, this one is not a rogue. It's not starting off as a roguelike. I really hope that a like DLC comes out. Um, it's funny, dude. Uh, I do not play. I do not buy special editions. I do not. And uh, this year, I have three of them. Um, so, 
Diablo was gifted to me as the super premium platinum. And then uh, I bought Street Fighter Six, and Nick gave me the platinum. And then this one, the only way I could play with John while he was here was to buy the platinum because you get it four days early. And um, he did not bring a computer. He, again, played on a Steam Deck. Okay, so guys, for keeping track, he was here three weeks ago. He played Diablo 4 on his Steam Deck connected to a monitor and a keyboard, and it was great. And now he played Remnant. Not like, obviously, one, it didn't look great. You got to, you know, everything's down to the bare minimum, but it was playable. Um, he was having a little bit, but of like you know, it it wasn't sharp. He was he was getting probably like twenty frames, but it was playable, and we got through several several parts of the game. You know, we we got we played for nine hours, Holy so shit. it was playable. It was playable, you know. Um, and so it was good then, obviously. Remnant two is better than Remnant one in every way, and I love Remnant one. Um, it looks better. It plays better. The bosses are better. Um, the only thing I might uh, concede... Oh, the classes are better. Uh, there's full-on classes now. Um, really quick, I'll run through them. You have your sniper, but it's like... It's more than a sharpshooter. Um, they have some clever things, like the longer you hold down sights, the stronger your crit and your crit chance get. So the longer you take to take your shot, the better it gets. Um, the more damage you do on weak points as well. I think that's um, There is, let's see, there is a guy with a dog. I think he's called the Handler. Um, the dog does a lot of things. It does damage. It heals people, which is cool. I almost went with that class. There's the tank melee class, which is what I went with, and that's what I did in the first game. Um, really enjoying that. I mean, he it look looks so cool. Uh, you know, it's a post apocalyptic third person game, and they really make everything look handcrafted. Like you can obviously see that my suit of armor is made out of car parts, and like instead of scale mail, I have tire treads you know hanging down and the level of detail you're just like fuck man it really looks real all of it looks real um if you don't know what remnant is it's a co-op souls like shooter souls light shooter um you know you go from crystal to crystal if you go back to a crystal and fill up your health bar, you know, all the bad guys come back. That whole thing uh, is in here. Um, my really big, you know, one of the things that I really loved about the first one was the mob diversity and how crazy whoever their artist is that comes up with these crazy worlds and stuff because you're also going through different dimensions um i was like oh my god like i've never seen anything like this um that i would say that's the one thing i haven't seen in this game yet but that's because there's random um it random generation the whole the whole thing is rng 
So as you make your character, the game makes a storyline and a path for you randomly. So John's game is unlike my game. My first level was not John's first level. I'm playing on John's level of the game. And even if we got the same world, I don't know how many worlds there are. I'm going to say four or five. That's how many there were in the first one. Even if we got the same world, it would not be the same layout even close. It's procedurally generated. Did one of you feel like you got like a better world? You're like, oh, I really wish I was like in the jungle right now. Or was it like, yeah, these are both fucking awesome. (laughs) We never found out because... um, I never played my level, and that's what I'm going to be playing this week. Hopefully, if I get any time right after this podcast, I'm probably going to make a handler with a gun. Uh, oh, there's a gunslinger, too. I mentioned that one. Oh, and a healer. So, yeah, there's a few other characters, um, which is what John played. He played the healer, and I played the bruiser, basically. Um, yeah, so uh, my first level is not his, but if had we got the first same level, we would not have had the same quests and we would not have had the same layout of our worlds. So every time you play this thing, it's supposed to be new. That does come with a few problems, small problems. Um, You know, there's corridors that kind of go nowhere. Sometimes there'll be a loop that brings you back to where you just came from. But you start to learn that right away that there's multiple paths to the same place, so don't backtrack. Um, but once you learn that, you're, you're kind of fine. Um, only one time, I would say, uh, there was a huge corridor we went down, and we couldn't find the way out of it. So I don't know if there wasn't one or the procedural generation let us down. It's beautiful. Um, story, who cares? Uh, for us, it was like, you know, there's a lot of, like, multiple dimension different kind of aliens talking to you and they're talking about all these different words and is it, I don't know I didn't care about it Mimi no like reading yeah oh well, no it was all voice acted unfortunately and I clicked right past all of it um same thing in the first one uh there's these really long journey you know when you pick up a piece of paper in a game and it's like one page we're like 17 page notes are left all over the game. Uh, at least in what every uh, thing. Sounds anyway, like Skyrim. Fucking. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Like the books in Skyrim. Um, I, I don't know how. Like, I love this game. It's so good. Uh, I don't know how else to put it. But it's yeah. your lusty Argonian maid. <laughs> Yum. Oh, what was Remnant, the first game. Your game of the year last year or two years ago? No, I said uh, because I didn't play it the game the year that it came out. I didn't want to give it game of the year that year, uh, and um, or maybe maybe I'm wrong. I, maybe I would have, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is probably might be my game of the year this year. My bladder's full, so oh, I am. Amelia, done. Before oh you my go, god, I have a, the I have a fun game. Pee. I have a fun game for the plug that involves you. Yeah, you'll okay. just have to wait for a second. Don't leave or everyone will think you're a coward. Uh, <laughs> Patre- Patreon. Hazard Pay just joined, and I think we should do our once a month, totally scheduled, uh, read all the patrons out. And Emilio, you're just, your voice is so good. If you if you would please scroll down and take it. While I have to pee. Yes, and it's better to scroll way. down. Uh, to the very bottom of the show notes. Outro patrons. Okay, ready. Yeah. Here we go. 
Colonel Ben, let's ride bikes. Neil Sprung, uh, remotely here. Uh, BMN, Bluntless, uh, Jake Senegurara, yeah. Uh, Brennan Archibald, uh, Tattoo Terrell, Gabriel Grieve, uh, Jamie, Jamie, I gotta be, Jamie uh, Burkham, uh, Beb, Bebum, uh, Hingle McCringleberry, uh, Hector, Zap, Adrian, Peter, Scram TX, Tom, uh, um, JP Diddy, Hagelfosh, Carl, Sunken Four Life, Ben, Patrick, uh, Dust, Dustin Sermons, uh, Long, <laughs> so Longfellow 110, um, Longfellow 110, okay, uh, Warconius, Raging Cajun, um, Caddy B, Mikhail Roskolovsky, um, Re- Recycled, Tagloro, High Performance Group, that's one person, a whole group, one person. Uh, Reb, rubber Nuts, uh, Hazard Pay, Jan, Kegs, Pyronical. I don't think I did too bad. You did great, dude. I'm you very did pretty impressed. good. Yeah, that was awesome. Pretty good. Oh, I love a man who has to pee. I don't know why I said that out loud. Anyways. <laughs> that's, that's, that's something you say on the internet. <laughs> True. Uh Listener questions, Bobby? You should probably skip the first listener question because it pertains specifically to Emilio and Sniper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got a lot of listener questions here. So uh, let's start off with this one. What short-term and long-term impacts do you think the now likely Microsoft Activision Blizzard merger will have on gaming? Do you think gamers or Microsoft will honestly benefit more? Uh, Do gamers ever benefit more? (laughs) It's never really in our favor anymore unless I'm like White Knight company comes out of like nowhere that's like little ends up making a game that wows everybody like hades or something um i think what as far as like short-term impacts obviously like the sony deal for call of duty happened as far as long-term impacts you're just gonna see divides between like game availability or game prices go up or more this battle pass bullshit where you have to pay more money and like dlc day one just more predatory things but. Well, Overwatch 2 is coming to Steam. That that was some big news. August 10th, that's happening. I guess we could start seeing more of that. Ooh, trading Overwatch skins, maybe? Well, I mean, just games not being confined to one specific launcher console or platform or launcher, I suppose. Yeah, That's a huge plus, man. A um, ton of people are going to play Overwatch that never played Overwatch before. More yeah. players, better game. All right. OSS asks, any members own a Steam Deck? If so, what games do you find yourself playing the most? Nope. I believe Um, Emilio is the only one with a Steam Deck. Recently, I've been playing um, Rogue Legacy 2 and XCOM 2. A lot of twos. Um, Hades is a great one as well. what else? Oh, and apparently, if you go to a friend's house and you want to land, apparently Diablo 4 and uh, fucking Remnant 2, if you can deal with some uh, bottom tier graphics. It's an can amazing. You pro- can you pronounce machine. Remnant 2 for me again? Remnant? Yeah, you keep saying Remnant. Uh, yeah. Like you keep adding an extra like syllable. That <laughs> um. That's how you pronounce it in Spanish, actually, Nick. Remanante. Remanante. That's how you would pronounce like a political group. 
the remnant. Anyways. Hmm. Keep your politics off this podcast. <laughs> how dare you? You're right. Sniper. All right. Zap asks, how often do you change your sheets? Once a week. I think every this, Sunday. I think this is because this has been going around the podcast circuit about uh, how often the average single American male changes their sheets. Oh. And it's between four to six times a year. Huh. Um, yeah. Which is I would fucking say, disgusting. When I was single, when I was a single guy, it was like... Yeah, like every three mm-hmm. months, four months, five months. That's disgusting, dude. Yeah, and I would fuck different girls on those sheets too. That, that is awesome. disgusting. As well rough. used, nothing like a good well it's used like sheet tree dish. Um, yeah, I do not change mine very often. Um, my girlfriend like buys new sheets like every week and changes them. It's like, what? ridiculous. That's weird. What the it's fuck? American consumerism. I'm exaggerating for comedic effect. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> Because every year, too, I could see, like, new sheets. Yeah, you probably need some. Ooh, I will. It is quite often, and there's too many pillows. But, yeah, on my bed, first of all, I have a sheet, and it doesn't get changed very often. And most of the time, I don't even use it. Like, during the summer, I don't use a sheet. What's in between your but bed you have a bottom sheet, dude. You need two sheets. Yeah, what do they call that? The one that wraps around the mattress? A sheet. That- it's a fitted sheet. Uh, a fitted sheet? Yeah, fitted sheet. Okay. Yeah, and then usually you have the another sheet and then a comforter. Uh, I don't have a comforter. I just have one sheet. For $200, what is the literal sheet that goes around your pillow called? Pillowcase. A pillowcase? No. How could it not be? Uh, because women made up a name for it. <laughs> okay. Hmm. It is indeed a sham. You're a fucking yeah. shame. Uh, there's too many words that. in the English dictionary. Let's get rid of it. I don't believe that for one second. Uh, I change mine every two to three weeks, usually two. Um, right. I do. Hot take for everybody out there. If you are not work, living paycheck to paycheck, your upgrade should be not silk sheet. Like Bobby, I don't know how he can do that. Silk sheet. I don't know how you're not mode. sweating to death in those. Yeah, you're going to sweat to death. They don't breathe. What I buy is jersey, um, jersey sheets. I, so, I that doesn't surprise me at all. It's basically the softest t-shirt material. Um, the whole, whole thing made out of the softest t-shirt material. It's like a, you know, if you like sleeping in t-shirts, yeah, yeah. What is softer than a really nice t-shirt, dude? There's nothing really nice so sheets and expensive sheets. Nah. I have bamboo sheets. They're pretty nice. I like them. They can you fuck should, off, right? You should try banana tonight. peel sheets. Right, Let's move on. I'm serious. Drive a banana peel shorts. They're the best talk, shorts I've ever bought in my fucking life. Talk about okay, shams. All right. right. Warconius asks, do you sometimes use shampoos, body wash, or vice versa? It's all the same, right? Um, yeah. So I have different views on hygiene than most people. We've already talked about this in the past. But you smell um, pretty good at the end of the day, surprisingly, you know? Yeah. I, well, not at the end of the work day, dude. And there's yeah. a lot of dirt on me. I mixes with my sweat and it turns into muddy paste. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, it's gross. I have to really scrub myself, and so um, I have this like little nylon bag that I put the bar soap in, and it gives more scrubbing power to yep. my soap. Um, it's a sudsing bag, right? Isn't that what it's called? I don't know what it's called, but uh, it works great for bars of soap, which by th- I think bars of soap are the most economical way to buy soap. But I also use that said bar of soap on my beard, face, and head. I don't 
there's no difference. There's no magical chemical in a shampoo that makes it more better for hair. Unless you get curly hair, then there's actually a difference. Or dangerous. Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely yes, you, are, you are taking the oils that your natural hair has out of your hair when you shampoo it, and then you're replacing those oils back with when you use conditioner. Like you, you should just. Well, use... people have different kind of hair too. Some people have more oily hair. Yeah, that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Uh, shampoo root really oily hair. As my hair shines black in this dark room. Yeah, you have really oily hair because you have curly hair, and yeah, all you do every time you fucking you know shampoo it is get rid of all your oils. Yeah, it's uh, partially the reason why uh, I have to I have to kind of keep this oily is because I have really bad dandruff if I don't. So yeah. If I use fucking bar soap, I look like I just got like salt blasted. <laughs> and it's not a fun fucking time for anybody. I was going to say, you're having a good hair day today, man. Yeah, I'm about to get good. a haircut like tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. No, don't do it. No, I don't think so, it. man. I'm getting the sides cut Let's off. Let's pube it up. Keep it. <laughs> yeah. Getting the sides cut off, zoomer haircut. All right. Let me see your earring. I want to see it. I want to see the dad. I'll get an earring. I'll get an earring and an eyebrow piercing, son. All right. All right. Warconius asks, is anyone joining the arbitration against Steam? And he has a no. link. I saw an ad. Steamclaims. Just, 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 just. Did you see the uh, thing on... Wrong mic, Emilio. Wrong mic. Say something? Yeah, he already said something. Uh, okay. the, arbit- the arbitration against Steam? Have you guys been getting all these targeted ads? I've, like, yeah, but have you checked the stuff that's on Reddit about um, like how they kind of scam people into getting them to pay, like pay the, the lawyer fees up front in a lot of different ways. And like they gather information and shit like that and how no. people are like falling into debt traps. Also, I don't want so, to do an arbitration against steam. I've been getting good deals. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. apparently there has been ways people have been applying for these arbitrations, right? Uh, there's like a class action lawsuit because like the Steam marketplace and some like uh, discounts like involved in games being sold on Steam. Um, there are companies that are taking it upon themselves to do these class action lawsuits. Well, what ends up happening is that they want you to sign on the dotted line after you put in all your information. And signing on that dotted line pretty much says, hey, if there's any uh, legal fees that have to be paid... You, everyone has to pay them as a group and that will come out of your winnings and most likely what will end up happening is that the legal fees will be more than what the winnings are going to be so you're just going to be scammed out of your money not just that but every time i mean the most i've made out of a class action was like maybe 200 bucks the rest of the time it's been like 15 dollars. i made 1500 dollars out of a class action lawsuit ooh, that's good yeah sears didn't pay their people enough for like 13 years Oh. And yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. So be careful joining online based uh l- law events. Yeah, just well, going, guys. Stop stop shilling to well, our I don't know. I'm just community. Jeez. <laughs> I, I'm just uh a little suspicious anytime someone's like well, not someone, but anytime there's a link that's uh, that you click on and it says, "Hey, give us all this personal information." Also, not it's just not that. very compelling. Sorry, go. They want your ste- your personal Steam ID. Yeah, not just that now, but um, another thing to worry about and look out for it out there. But people are using AI to uh, basically uh, scrape your social media um, presence. 
use it to craft an email and send you an email that sounds like it's talking about things that you do and and things that you've done. So it really sounds like something personal that from somebody you know, and then have you click on a link and still all your shit. That's a good shit. heads up, dude. That's so a good be, heads up. be very careful. Also, um, I mean, most of our phones probably already have Pegasus on it, but that's a different story. And if you ever want to, if you ever want to be scared about a boogeyman, look up that. That's this, like the, that's a real fucking thing. Uh, there's. Hmm? Sorry, I want to get this. <laughs> in. I don't even know if this is that important, but this lawsuit, they were like, "Do you want to join in on taking down Steam?" Like they're trying to like. They're, they want to make us murder someone we love, you know? Like, it's not like we're taking down an oil and gas company or, like, someone evil. Like, Steve's been, been flying too high for too long. Somebody's got to take him down. This guy's been giving you free bubble gum and pats on the back for too long. Yeah. You want to like kick him in the balls and push him off a bridge? I've spent thousands of hours on games I've bought through this platform, and mostly I've had a good time. And these people are like, do you want to kill this thing that you love? Anyways. Speaking of the thousands of hours that you spend on this platform, how much? Oh boy, here we go. Uh, sorry, uh, sniper is three k and Emilio is ten k. That's much that is spent? that's what was our guesses about how much we, you guys spent uh, oh. on the uh, this this is pertaining to last week's question. Uh, your external mm-hmm. Steam spending, uh, which okay. calculates how much you spent on Steam in all of your history. Oh, I was so sad to learn the number. Should right. I say? I feel like you guys are worked we right? backwards through that. <laughs> hey, are we right? It's a Christopher Nolan show notes. <laughs> yeah, I'll put you at like three. I'll put you at ooh twenty five hundred. I would say for okay. a sniper. Yeah, my final is twenty eight oh five and twenty eight cents. Two thousand eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Fucking prices right, wolves, man. I would have won. It's pretty close. close. It's a pretty close guess, and I can't believe I've spent that much and only. Whatever the ten years I've had Steam seems like a lot, but I guess if you break it down by it year, it's not too much. Not you can check lot. when your Steam account was made. That's a good yeah. one. Um, so somebody guessed eight thousand. Somebody guessed nine thousand, and somebody guessed ten. For me, mm-hmm. I think so. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Do we know what who guessed the ten? I think I guessed nine, and Bobby guessed ten. Okay. Well, it was ninety-eight hundred. They're gonna say ninety eight thousand. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, Um, I told them that, like, you know, the Steam Deck and the Vive really inflate those numbers. Yeah, it was like fifteen hundred dollars right there. You know, but um, yeah, yeah. it's gonna do it. Yep. Uh, I found out, by the way, Bobby, what those were. Those two numbers that we were talking about, um, Mm -hmm. because I had two Steam accounts and I combined them together. It's my previous account spending. And the, what it is is the total, the top, the biggest number is my number that I've spent before combined with the, what I've spent now. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So. Uh, well, people want to figure this out for themselves. The instructions are in the Discord. In which channel? It's in our listener questions. It was posted by Warconius uh, about two weeks ago. So if you want to find out how much money you have spent on your Steam account, you can look that up. Sweet. And uh, you can post it too. I think it'd be interesting to see if anyone can top my 15,000. Oh, God. You're at 15K? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, you don't yeah. remember that? I, I haven't checked this in a while. 
Yeah. Well, if we convert your decals into American dollars, I think you end up winning, Christian. No, that's USD they have this in, so they already did the uh, conversion. Yeah, it automatically transfers. I have yeah. no idea what that I'm talking about. It doesn't even count all the games that I bought when Steam didn't have their games region locked, and you could like send someone in Argentina like 15 bucks to buy a $30 game. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Yep. Those were the days. Uh, okay, another question from Zap. Sniper sounds like an amateur city planner when he talks about city skylines, and there have been multiple sim racers that have become real race drivers. Is, is there a game that man? you're so good? There's actually a movie about that right now. Yeah, it's coming Gran out. Turismo. Oh, cool. um, is there a game that you're so good at that you think you could do the real world version as a job? If so, what is it? What a well-crafted fucking listener question. Well done, Zap. Thank you. Dude, I don't know, man. I think it'd be a pretty good fucking ghost hunter. I'm just kidding. If they conformed to the... I'd run out of breath in 10 seconds, just like the Phasmophobia characters. <laughs> um, I don't think I could parlay any of my video game skills <laughs> into anything worthwhile. Um, but yeah, that, that Gran Turismo movie... I've been at the movies a lot recently. Uh, so I've seen a lot of trailers and they keep playing that one and they're playing it on TV quite a bit. And it's got, it, it looks like it might be all right. It's got the the guy from stranger things. He, he was also the Russian in that uh, Marvel movie. Um, but uh, oh, you know who I'm talking about. Big yeah. Guy. yeah. Um, it, it's got him in there, but it's got everything you would expect in a movie like that. You know, he's the, the tough coach and he's, yelling at the kid this isn't a video game you get a crash out here you don't hit the reset button it's <laughs> like oh dude oh, all right and orlando bloom by the way oh know. he's in that i wouldn't even yeah. recognize him these days i don't know what he's he got long hair like, no. No. but i don't know it, it does look like it's probably like a, a decent movie but i don't I'm, have much interest in seeing it i'm considering going back to school too take like a professional sort of, sort of civil engineering course because of city skylines. It's not hundred percent in stone, but that's probably the most, cause I'm not really good at games in general. Dude. You know? And your teacher's going to be like, you mess up in here. <laughs> you don't hit the reset button. <laughs> you, can't, you can't delete a whole city block. Yeah. Can't go back to your old you save file. <laughs> you can't regenerate decals in the classroom. <laughs> by the time, you, by the time uh, you're done with school, dude, Fucking AI is going to be designing in our cities. Shut the like. fuck up. Fuck you, AI. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, think, I really think. I mean, uh, how long dude, would it take? Get, two years? Can I get through one day of my life without hearing something about AI? No. no. Well, Amelia is one of those AI jerker offers. It's fucking know. exponential. In one year, it's making huge leaps and bounds. Huge. It went from so sounding sounding ridiculous to... Finishing most people's work throughout their day. Anyway, and now there and now there's AI to check if AI is doing that work with like 99% accuracy. And oh, also, man. I've used AI for my work, and it's wrong a lot of the time. I have to fact check the AI, and then I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? I because be fact checking it takes a lot less time than writing the whole thing yourself. It That's hasn't why. so far, but I think AI is going to eventually be a great tool, and it's going to get yeah. better. Yeah. Not for me right now, from what I've tested. Um, I just can't wait till I don't have to hear about it all the time. I mean, I don't mind it. It's just like every every day, it's just like somebody's just like, did you know AI is doing this? It's like, dude, I don't fucking care. I think <laughs> I would make a great lemming. 
It was just, I would just fucking blindly walk into work like I do and just shovel my shit and fucking <laughs> walk away. And then if there's a cliff, I will accidentally walk all over the cliff. Yeah, um, I thought I, we dispelled that rumor, but okay. In in my in my <laughs> head, washer. in my head, I feel like I would do well in post-apocalyptic because like I'm physically strong and things don't generally bother me. But I have zero skills, zero survival skills. So I don't know. Uh, and I I'm I don't like to hurt people. So I yeah. You I don't have not. any medical skills? Nothing. Nothing. I don't. No, no firefighting skills, nothing, nothing. I Thank can't. You, Navy. I'm in construction. I can't even build anything. It's so weird. It's so weird. I think you'd do. Um, you'd walk terrible. around and just no one would want to fuck with you. So that's that's pretty good. I guess, but they have. A Emilio's the guy that gets shot first. Yeah, we talked about first. That's true. Shoot so the like, big, oh, the big guy, bang! The big target that can't hide behind cover, bang! He's the biggest one. It must be their leader. Shoot him and then hit his knees. That mm. was the end of my fucking story. But in my head. I feel like I do well. What am I? Uh, somebody was, I heard some other thing. Somebody was asking like, what are you really good at? I don't think I'm really good at anything. Entertaining uh, sometimes in person. Oh, thanks, man. What is this? Is this to What's gas you up, do? dude? Is this like. No, 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 no. I'm not going for it. No, no, I'm very, I'm very confident. Okay. Gorgeous. <laughs> Giant, super yeah. strong, exactly. Superpowers. I, I believe all these things about you. You're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Oh, let's say jack of all trades then. Okay. Yeah. You know, you wrote like a solid 14 in charisma. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> Sam's. Uh, the, just today, Sam's. Uh, like, like, what do you call him? Like, um, you know, stay-at-home mom friend. You know, that they're like all they do is chat on the phone all day. And then it was like, what, Emilio? What? What do you mean? And she's like, he's uh, he's very charismatic. He should start a podcast. <laughs> you know. Ugh, there you go. Yeah. Come listen. Come listen, mom. Let's go. Oh boy. All right, we got one more question here. Uh, this is from Pyronical. Do you bother to install the RGB control bloatware for your PC components, or just let them run in Rainbow? Windows mm-hmm. 11 is implementing native support finally. I managed to get the preview working only only to find that MSI and Corsair are not supported yet. Precisely what all my components are. Uh, those are like some two major players there, MSI and Corsair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... Corsair is like arguably the biggest one, right? Besides Razor? Yeah. Um, I turn off all the RGB in my computer. Uh, NVIDIA, actually, no. Um, what's that company that doesn't make graphics cards anymore? Asus? No, they still have graphics cards. Uh, G, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot that. EVGA. They oh, used to EVGA, have this tool, yeah, yeah. and it was hard to find. I found it in the forums, um, and I saved it because I'm like, oh, dude, I'm gonna, this is going to be handy one day. But they have this tool that allows you to turn off the, um, the VGA on your graphics card, and it, you can't really find it too many other places, but I've always used it. No, it's not X1. I know what X1 is, but... Um, it's a. It, it's not like a really elaborate tool. It's something that somebody made just to deal with this specific problem. Um, but yeah, I don't like a whole lot of RGB. But I do like the fact that Windows is going to be um, controlling, or uh, at, at least building something to handle this kind of stuff because it's on everything, whether you like it or not. Like if you're building a computer, you're probably going to get end up with some RGB. Yeah, you, you, dude. 
I have three different programs, and I've uh, downloaded a program to wrangle them all into one. Um, and it's definitely worth it because it just makes it just all in one place, and it stops all the RAM usage and shit like that. So definitely worth it. I uh, can you, fuck. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. You sound great. Uh, okay. Um, I <laughs> recently found my Alienware light control panel. And I was like, oh, I can fuck with the lights on the front. Okay, cool. And then um, I was just fucking with them. And I put them both on, like, completely off so that they don't light up. And then that's exactly when it crashed for some reason. So um, I just stepped with, I, I stuck with no lights at all. And for the longest time, I couldn't tell if my computer was on or off. <laughs> and then uh, just recently, I, I changed it to blue and red and then i realized red is bad because it, it looks bad it looks like it's fucking frying in there so i gotta fuck with it a little bit more i don't know what colors i need to go with but the little alien head i've got that in like a nice shade of blue i like that but there's a ring around it and it's red and it makes it look like the red ring of death from the xbox but yeah i like uh your idea uh nick uh, maybe you could share that program yeah, I'll send it to you. Okay. Uh, another program you should everyone should get is uh, one that quantifies all of your hard drive memory into a readable like format uh, for every kind of dummy in the world, and it just shows you in big blocks, and it takes ten seconds to do. Winderstat. Um, uh, they upgraded it. it uh, Winderstat was dropped essentially, and there's a new version. It's called WizTree. And it's it, it takes literally like six seconds to do the, everything that Winterstead did. What's it do? So it, it brings up all your memory. So like no matter how many drives you have, right? It brings up all your memory and uh, all your hard drive space. All your hard drive space. It gives you a visual representation of what's taking up space on your hard drive. And oh. It's, it, it's hard to explain what it looks like and how effective it is, but it is really effective. Um, like if I look at mine, I can see. Oh, there's Sea of Thieves. It basically maps everything out. And, and that's Wiz it, Who? What's it called, sir? Wiz Tree, uh, it's I called guess, Wiz Tree. Yeah, Linus Tech Tips just that. talked about it Monday. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Tree Wiz, Wiz Tree. Awesome. Can we end this? Yes, yes please. Yeah. What's everyone playing next week? Um, I'm playing Wiz Tree. Nice. <laughs> hey, guys, if, if you guys get a life or a computer hack... It might be applicable for our fucking video or PC gaming podcast. Just saying. How long have you guys been sitting on this program? Monday. All right, whatever. I need <laughs> That's to hear it faster. Turnaround, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, remnant. No doubt. If I get any time, I did uh, calculate my average hours played. Um, most weeks, I play three hours of video games, guys, and I somehow try to do this podcast. Nice heroic effort. Nick? Uh, more uh, Hunt Showdown. I'm trying to finish the Battle Pass. Beautiful game. Amanda, we don't know. For me, Rome Total War Remastered. Ugh. And maybe I'll talk about it in three weeks' time. Okay. Hey, what about Amanda? Bobby? Oh, Bobby already what said What about Wister? Bobby? You forgot. Yes, man. Oh, we'll oh, yeah, I want to play Killing Floor 2, but I may, may just wait for the, the holidays to check back in on that. Nice. All right. Speaking for Bobby... Um, Christian, 
<laughs> Nick and myself. <laughs> Motherfucking remnant titties. Bye. Bye. Bobby, it's a class-based shooter. Why would you play uh, Exoprimal? And it has dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, I might check it out. I didn't even care about that game until yesterday. I was literally watching YouTube and I found out about it.